Hey everyone, uh, the perfect podcast is here again with a new episode. Thanks for listening all the other episodes so far uh, on YouTube. You can find us by just searching perfect podcast and it is under the account of Chico Hospital for Cats. Uh, today I have the awesome technician Jan Yaroslav with me. Hi Jan. Hi Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome, good to know. Uh, well, what we're going to talk about today is why are cat-friendly practices so awesome for your cat? And so what does it mean to be a cat-friendly practice and how it works and what's the difference really between a cat-friendly practice and a non-cat-friendly certificated practice, I should say. First of all, I want to show I want to draw an image on people's mind of what this cat is going through by starting the visit to the hospital, where it starts and where it ends, and what all the stages are. So, uh, most people think about when they bring their cats to the veterinarians that it's the office visit that is the total experience. So that 30 or 45 minutes that you're in there in our office seeing a veterinarian and um, interacting, your cat's interacting with all of our staff. Mm -hmm. But really, the cat experience and your experience starts 45 minutes uh, before your appointment starts at home. And that all starts with trying to get your kitty into a carrier. <laughs> yeah. Now, most of the time, and we get phone calls all the time for, from our clients that call us and say, Oh my God, I'm going to be late because I can't find my cat. Cats are really, really good about reading signals, and if the only time they see their carrier uh, is when they're going to be going on a car ride to some place that is scary, the minute you take that carrier out is when they will hide. So they associate the carrier coming out is equal to a visit to the right. veterinary office. Right. So. Uh, that is one hurdle that both the client and the cat have to face before coming to the vet. And even when you do find your cat who's under the bed or hiding beneath the curtains, mm -hmm. um, or even in some in a cupboard that uh, you never knew they could get <laughs> into, uh, then trying to get your cat into this carrier if you haven't actually acclimated them to the carrier and made it a friendly, mm -hmm. safe space can be quite challenging. Well, how do you make a carrier a friendly, safe space for a cat? What I would recommend is that you have that carrier out and open in your family room or your great room, wherever you and your cat spend the most time, that you put some nice bedding in there, and mm -hmm. then you allow that cat to explore that carrier anytime he wants. Also, feeding them treats in the carrier so that it's not a scary place, that this place is now a place that they can go in there. It's their little kitty cave. They get food when they go in there, and it's not so much of a, a problem as far as getting them in there when you want to travel. So having that carrier out all the time, if you have multiple cats, you probably should have multiple carriers. And these kitties that are kind of raised that way, you'll find them actually going to bed and sleeping in their little carrier because they feel that it's such a comfortable place awesome so let's say stage one is done your cat is in the carrier and you're about to arrive to a practice with your cat 
And if this is a cat-friendly certified practice and you arrive to this place, what is the first difference that you and your cat will notice? So, uh, you're making a car ride with your cat that's now in the carrier. Um, that can be kind of a stressful thing as well. Mm -hmm. uh, many of the cats that are not acclimated to car rides can be quite upset, can vocalize, um, can try to get out of the carrier. If you don't have a really sturdy carrier, mm -hmm. they can actually break free in the carrier and be loose in the car, which can cause stress for the cat, but also for you is not safe while you're driving. Yeah. Uh, once you get to that cat-friendly practice, uh, some of the things that you will notice that is different than a normal practice is that most of the time, whether you're at a multi-species hospital or just a cat-only hospital, that cat-friendly practice will greet you at the door, will get your cat within a, a, an exam room right away without mm -hmm. having you wait in the reception area too long. And if you do have to wait in the reception area, they make a area where it is much more less stress-free basically for cats so if you're in a dog and cat practice they'll have a special area that is separate from where the dogs are so that you can place your cat yeah they'll also have a uh, elevated resting area where you can put the carrier up off the floor cats feel much more comfortable when they are elevated they will provide towels to put over the carrier so that we can mm -hmm. kind of minimize all the sensory kind of overload that this cat is expe is experiencing with yeah. sights and sounds and smells. Yeah. And they also we also use um, a Feloe products, which are synthetic feel-good pheromones that will spray those towels down that will actually also help that cat feel much more calm uh, in this kind of environment. Yeah, those are really, really nice um, differences, I should say, or extra advantages of being in a cat-friendly or only cat hospital. Okay, so the wait, no waiting time, cat comes in, no barking dogs right in, into cat's face, um, supporting the stress uh, level to reduce it with pheromones, and then you're going into a room without waiting much, and you're in a room with your cat and doctor and the staff comes in, is there a difference in a cat-friendly practice versus normal practice, how that part is going to take off? Absolutely. One of the first differences is we try to run on time mm -hmm. so that you're not sitting in that exam room with your cat worried about what's going on, worried about maybe a problem with your cat that you need guidance on, and also having that cat feed on your anxiety while you're in that exam room. So we try to make that that time uh, very short mm -hmm. of the waiting before you get seen. So we try to run on time. We also encourage if your kitty wants to explore the room, we have you just put that carrier down or open the door so the kitty can exit the carrier on his own. If he doesn't want to exit the carrier, that's okay on his own because we will also help him with minimal stress be able to be examined without, without having to force him to come out of the carrier. Yeah, just a little side question here if the cat doesn't come out from the care on its own we have a little trick to take them out in a way less stressful way right absolutely and it depends on the type of carrier but many of the carriers that we have are the hard-sided clamshell type that have nuts and bolts where they attach what we'll do is we will actually take every nut and bolt off 
and then gently take the top of the carrier off and the door and then that kitty can actually be uh, comfortable in his bedding in the half clamshell and we often can do our exam while they're still in that actual half clamshell. We don't want to ever force a cat to come out or pull them out by the scruff of the neck. Mm -hmm. We want to do it. We want everything to be very quiet, very calming, so that it actually makes the cat more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And also the setup of the room is uh, a little bit different too, right? As far as having it fairly plugged in and other... Yes, absolutely. Other... So some of the things we do to make that exam room more comfortable is that uh, because we want to minimize the sound and the noise and all that sensory overload for the kitty, mm -hmm. is that we're going to have all our tools and everything we need for that exam out of the drawers. So we don't have to constantly open and close the drawers. We're going to have the feel-away, that synthetic feel-away or uh, pheromone, feel-good pheromone for cats, plugged in in a room diffuser in mm -hmm. that. Uh, we may also, if we know that your kitty is over-anxious, our staff members will also spray their lab coats down with feel away before they go into the room that will also exude that kind of calming oh, atmosphere nice. for cats. And then also, we also feel less is more so that you won't have multiple staff members in the room at the same time. It'll probably mm -hmm. be you, your cat, and the doctor in there for most of the exam. Yeah, and speaking of less is more, it also applies for restraining or holding techniques too, right? Sometimes holding a cat, you know, in a way, lighter way and mm -hmm. kind of not use too much strength or um, anything might be better for an exam or to, you know, Absolutely. check out. Absolutely. Less is more as far as exam, uh, exam techniques are concerned is very important. Mm -hmm. Many times that doctor can take a look at your cat uh, to guide them. Uh, if that kitty does get more stressed or is uncomfortable in any way, we might ask a staff member to slip in to just facilitate that exam, mm -hmm. normally with a towel technique. So it might just be that we'll take a towel that's sprayed with feel away and just cover the kitty while he's still in that half clamshell. And that, just having them and giving them a place to hide can make them a lot more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Then we can kind of peel back that towel either on their head end or on their rear end for that doctor to do a complete physical without having to have that cat be so stressed. Yeah, sometimes when, when there's a tech appointment, like a technician appointment, I have even had chance or luck to not even move the cat out of from the bottom carrier and basically get everything done except checking the weight, get like the fluids done and the B12 injections and all that stuff and the cat didn't even have to had to leave the um, bottom of the carrier where it's feeling way safer and familiar. Absolutely, and that's, that's that works nice. very well. Yeah, that works really well sometimes. Um, cool. And so basically, cat friendly practice. You made you made it to the practice with your cat in the carrier uh, in a calmer way. You didn't have to wait too much. You got into a room. The doctor is using cat friendly techniques and everything is done and then the visit actually still continues as you're going home with your cat right absolutely so the doctor will have examined and explained to you exactly what he or she is doing during that exam we'll also make recommendations on treatments that we would like to do or diagnostics mm -hmm. you with the doctor's guidance and with the um, the exam room assistant 
We'll decide kind of what's best for your cat on that day. We will show you how to give the medications. Make sure that you don't have any problems. Probably give the first dose of medications in the room. Mm -hmm. And then what's very important is that you'll also get some type of documentation to either take home with you on that day or email to you on that day mm -hmm. with everything that we talked about. And all of and, and also some educational material on any of those things that that uh, the doctor has um, told you is something that we need to watch for. So now you're going home in that car. If that kitty was overly stressed, we also use feel away in a little baby wipe that we can uh, wipe the inside mm -hmm. of the carrier out before you leave. We'll also recommend that on that next visit that you use this technique. Um, to minimize the stress on you and your cat for that car ride. Um, and then when you get home, uh, many times, especially if you have other kitties in the household, there can be uh, a period of a half an hour to an hour <laughs> that actually we consider as that whole appointment time. So the, uh, the appointment basically starts and ends at home in that your kitty that's been to the hospital, even though it's a, it, it knows its siblings, it's going to come, come back with funny smells yes. from being here at the hospital. Yeah. So some of his siblings might not actually look at him as who he was before he left. So there could be some aggression on the part of the kitties that are at the household. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why we recommend that you ease that cat that's coming back from the appointment into the, actually the household over a, just a, a, a short amount of time. Even mm -hmm. just leaving the carrier in that grape room, maybe with the cat um, still in, with yeah. the door closed for 10 or 15 minutes, see how everybody is, is relating, yes. open the door and allow that cat to come out on its own, and then just be there for the next 20, 30 minutes to make sure that everybody's getting along. Yeah, I've seen personally um, other cats hissing at the patient cat that's coming home for like you said half an hour mm -hmm. an hour quite like not wanting to be around that cat cool i think this is basically um a nice summary of what the cat friendly practice can offer but let's say uh, listeners do want to switch to a cat friendly practice or only cat practice how are they gonna find this where should they check to make sure the next practice they're choosing is cat friendly or the practice they're using right now is cat friendly? There is an easy way to actually find a cat friendly practice where you live. Uh, it is actually a, pro a uh, program that is um, developed by the American Association of Feline Practitioners. And they have a website called catfriendly.com. If you go there, there'll be a button that says find a veterinarian. You put your zip code in, You'll get a uh, drop-down box that you can pick as far as how many miles away you're willing to travel. Mm -hmm. And that will give you all of those cat-friendly practices that have been certified by the AFP mm -hmm. within your, uh, your local area. They may be cat-only practices or they may be practices that are also multi-species. But they will actually give you name and contact numbers for all the cat-friendly practices in your area. Wonderful. So if they can, we suggest everyone to uh, use this tool and find maybe cat-friendly practices. Yes, if you've never been into a cat-friendly practice, uh, I invite you to actually look one up, go and 
just uh, see how amazing your, mm -hmm. your and your cat's experience can be. Wonderful. Thank you so much for all this precious information. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And um, to mention again, we are on YouTube. Thanks for listening all other episodes we have done so far. And if you type in perfect podcast, you will find it under Chico Hospital for Cats. Thanks, everyone. Uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>